welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. So coming into child's pose with the arms at the sides, if that's comfortable for you. It might be that it's not. It might be that putting your head on a block uh, or a roll up towel or pillow or a golden retriever <laughs> can help. <laughs> putting your head on a golden retriever always helps. <laughs> but uh, the arms by the sides gives your shoulders a chance to drop into gravity in the opposite way that we started yesterday. So for those of you who were here and for those of you who remember yesterday, <laughs> I'm not sure I remember this morning, but when we started on the block and opened the shoulders back into gravity, that was one thing. Now we're counterposing it by using the knees as the prop. So the more you can bring your knees in under your chest and let your upper back round over them. In the kids class, we call this ladybug pose. If you would like to pretend that you are a beautiful ladybug, you can do that. Um, more importantly, what we're trying to do is just give some space to the upper back between the shoulder blades so that you can breathe there. And let your breath move the thoracic spine. So the way that happens, the breath moves the rib cage and the ribs are attached at the spine. We have more than a hundred joints associated with our rib cage. So every time we breathe and breathe deeply, getting the air into as much of our lungs as we can, we move those joints. And when we move a joint, it calls for synovial fluid or hydration for circulation and this is good stuff for us that's what the tissues of our body need the space between the shoulder blades often gets tense when we sit when we hold our phones etc see if you can let it move with your breath it doesn't move much when we move even in like cats and, and cows and stuff it moves when you move the ribs We don't want it to move too much. It's protecting our heart. That's a good thing. Just like the sternum in front protects our heart. But getting those joints and some space. Good idea. Your next inhale and slide your arms forward and come up to down dog. Take a few breaths to pedal things out and move stuff around. Technical term for it, stuff. And today, find a pattern in your body that you like. 
breathing in, breathing out. Maybe it's shifting forward, back, high plank to down dog. I happen to like that one. I start most of my practices with that. I call it the eraser. The idea of erasing the day that has been steady back and forth movement or any other kind of movement that you dial in with the pace of your breath and bring your body and mind together. When we find our mind looping off into something else, we know we're no longer syncing up breath and body, right? Something changed. So this synchronicity that you're creating is something you can go back to. Your mind wanders, the mind starts its you know, little hamster wheel up there or the gymnastics that the brain likes to do. You have this really simple breathe in, breathe out and time the movement of your body to that breath. One more round of inhale and exhale raise. Practice that. You'll look to your hands and walk forward into a ragdoll. And here again, some intuitive movement of your body. So it could be a sway, right? Could be the dropping of your head and then turn side to side of the neck. Lots of ways that you could choose to, to move here. You could take fingertips to the floor and roll the shoulders the flash dance style shoulders. It's cool, we can do all these things because the yoga police can't come for all of us at once. So and if flash dance shoulders aren't really a thing, moving your shoulders around and moving in any way in this pose, it's okay. If it feels good to you, do it. And we'll come back to center and bring your arms between your chest and your thighs, even if you don't need them. Drop your chin in towards your chest and really try to get as much of the feeling of child's pose here as we can. So walk your feet together. They don't have to touch, but they're walking toward one another and they get close or maybe the big toes touch. If everything's feeling really good and, and you want more, see if you can slide your ribs onto your thighs, bend your knees as much as you need to, and then wrap your arms around your legs. Let your head drop heavier in. If you can place your face between your knees, great. If not, also great. Just looking to breathe into the back of your heart space. And uh, adding an element of stability, press your feet down and pull your abdominals in. And that's going to intensify with each exhale. We're going to maintain a bit of it with the inhale, but it'll naturally uh, feel a little lighter on the inhale. But every exhale, feet down and your lower abdominals, your navel, upper abdominals in towards your spine. So we're really 
a pressing breath out and curling in. If you are noticing that maybe you ate lunch a little late for this type of practice, feel free to modify as always. If, uh, if you see an avenue for exploration that you wanna take, go for it. If, if you see an off-ramp that you need to take, definitely go for it. More breath here. And with an inhale, we're just like really slowly gonna roll up to standing and you come to mountain pose with your arms at the sides. We'll take a few shoulder shrugs and just get the sense of how your shoulders are moving in their natural orbit. And then we'll draw hands together at heart center, samastiti. Set your gaze at a point in front of you. Maybe it's the same point you had yesterday or maybe you turn your mat around, but pick your drishti spot. You know, it might be good if, if we all took post-it notes and put it in a little drishti spot and wrote ourselves love notes. As we set the drishti for practice with our eyes, we're also setting it with our minds and our hearts. Of something that we want to do here. Maybe it's specific. Maybe it's just this is for your own good. And, and whatever goodness comes from this is the intention. All of us working toward our own good together is a bigger intention. And we're divided by some space. Take the time now to, to set that intention for goodness for us as a community. And really, you guys, as a family. We'll move together. You take whatever modifications, variations you like. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, we'll step back, low push up. Press the floor with your hands, use your knees as you like. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. You get empty, feel the clarity there. Look forward, float, walk or hop. Breathe in when you get to the top of your mat. Really draw the breath in. It draws you long and light. And then we press it out and bring back that feeling of feet pressing down, abdominals drawing in and you round in. And then we go. Press the feet down. Find that drishti spot. Remember intention as we bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Mm. 
look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, inhale, roll up to standing. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Really good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. One more round, press your feet down. Roll up to standing, spot the drishti. Remember intention. Bow forward, we breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, breathe out. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Stay here or take child's pose. Just close your eyes, see what your body feels like inside. If something is telling you to rest, the most advanced thing you could do as a yoga practitioner is rest. Look to your hands, walk or lightly hop. Top of the space, we can breathe in, lift halfway. When you breathe out, fold down, press your feet into the floor, pull your abdominals in, wrap your arms around. Good hug, head drops all the way. And then Ukatasana, you set your hips back, dig your heels in. And when we exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart. If you want blocks under your hands, go for it. We're gonna step the right foot back into a low lunge. Then inhale, straighten the front leg by pressing the front foot into the floor. We're gonna exhale into a low lunge by pulling the front heel into the floor. Work with your breath. Again, going back to that idea of moving with inhale and exhale. in a way that aligns your body and your mind. There's not room for anything else when we're, we're matching those things out. And you can certainly work these as kind of powerfully as you want. If you wanna really get something, this is you press the floor, you pull your abdominals in, get the work. If you want this to be restorative, gentle, flowy kind of you got that too. Whatever intention you're putting into it, we'll determine that. 
that's where we get into the root of things like karma yoga. With karma yoga, doing things, like the actions in and of themselves, for themselves, right? that we get out of it, we put into it. Not some future good in our legs that we get from this pose, but getting good right now in how you're doing what you're doing. And I hope we also get good later, but for sure you can know that it's good now if you're making it good now. Next exhale, back knee's gonna come down lightly. And on your inhale, you lift your chest, lift your arms. I promise no cactus, but you could go hands to heart if you need no more arms overhead. And then hands to the mat, or if you got blocks, you can use them. Step back, little push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Then you'll step your right foot forward. Press your feet down and reach your arms up. Crescent lunge. You could bring your hands to your heart. We're going to bend the back knee and straighten it. So it's a little in. It's a like jazz dancing move. Uh, like pull the back heel forward and then press the back heel back. You can think of it like that too. Pull the back heel forward. 90s kids, you can also think of it as like Steve Urkel. And then, <laughs> I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> Good. One more time, bend the back knee, lift your chest up. And then when you exhale, press into your front foot, take your fingertips down to the front of the mat, and we're gonna step up. We'll bring feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. You probably have some heat on that left leg that's not in the right leg. Exhale, fold forward, press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, feel the curl in, chin to chest. And on an inhale, Katasana, chair pose. Take your gaze back to that drishti spot, you're refocusing intention. Then exhale, we'll bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Walk your feet a bit apart. That's for your balance. And then step your left foot back. And then we've got the uh, steady rhythm of the lunge and the lifted pyramid. So as you're moving into lifted pyramid, you press into the front foot, send your hips back. And then as you move into the lunge, you pull into your front heel to draw the hips forward. And you can make that as intense or as light as you like. Keep the action for sure. So everything starts with the feet and moves up from the feet through the legs to the abdominals as you're pressing the foot into the floor, pulling it into the floor, getting that connection. But how much you work that is up to you. And that's why we often say that the slower yoga is more advanced or the uh, kind of slowing down is harder. If you take the time to really breathe and press the foot into the floor, you'll feel this a lot more. You don't have to want more. But if you do it in this particular practice, that's how we get there. Slowing down, 
getting more precise to get more powerful of action out of the pose. One more round. Back knee comes down. You're gonna press straight down into your front foot, pull your abdominals in, you can lift your arms up or you can have your hands at your heart. You reach and then hands to the mat or your blocks. Step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Very cool. We'll set the left foot forward. Come up for crescent lunge. And arms could be outstretched. Hands are hard. If, if you want to do the cactus, you do it. And then the bend of your back knee so that you're pulling the back heel forward, the stretch of the foot, and then press your heel back. I don't know about you guys, but I've been walking a lot for sanity recently. I think I do like 10 emails and then I take a walk break and then I do like 10 more emails and walk break. But uh, my feet have never needed so much stretching. So if you're coping with this uh, three-ambulation, get the pull forward of your heel, press back of your heel. If you're not coping with this via ambulation, I highly suggest it. It works better than even alcohol, personally speaking. One more. Lift up. And then fingertips down to the front of the mat. We're going to step up. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. On your inhale, roll up to standing mountain pose. Take eagle, wrap your right arm underneath. Uh, today's a good day to do the bear hug if you, if you don't uh, intertwine. Wrap the right leg over top. I should say, for those of us who practiced yesterday's dancer, the, uh, the eagle is the complement to that where we're wrapping the arm bones forward. And even if you don't always do the bear hug, it's nice to do to start out with, see how far you can get the arms to wrap around in that hug before you intertwine the forearms. Then once you have the positioning, press the arms back into center toward one another. Keep your wrists straight. Fingers uncurled, and then we'll lift elbow points up. Breathe into the space behind the heart. If balance is an issue, you can put your toes on the floor. Like I am, even more cheating, put your foot on a block. It's not cheating, it's stable. Breath in. Sit low with your breath out. On your inhale, unwind, reach up. And the other side. Start with the arms. Get the cross that that works for you. Be sure you've got you know, the intentionality in how you're getting the arms around. Feel good to you. And then when you intertwine the arms, same idea. How your wrists, how your fingers. This is a different side, a different wrap. Then right. left leg over top. You can go to a toe on the floor. You could use a block under the foot. The block under the foot method works a lot like 
we did yesterday at the wall where we took the balance element out. And so we had more freedom then to explore how deep to go with the pose. So if you, if you want to play with that from time to time, it'll get you more uh, hip opening and shoulder opening to be really steady in this pose. Pull the arm bones back into center, however they're linked. Press them into center, let the elbow points up the center line. The breath. And then on your inhale, unwind. Reach up, set your gaze at that spot, see it. Remember. And then we'll bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out to down dog. And step right foot forward, warrior one. Plant the back foot, come up. Arms can be overhead, arms can be at your sides. Breathe here. Point your front toes straight ahead and, and lift all 10 toes off the floor. You may find that one or the uh, other gets a little heavy for me. It's the back big toe. For you, it might be something else. See if you can get all the toes off the floor. If you can't, it's not a big deal. But working toward that is pressing the three points of each foot down. Then you can lay the toes down lightly. And we're going to pull the front heel into the mat. Have a breath here. Exhale, warrior two. We'll walk into one line with the feet. Front heel in line with the back arch or back heel. Let's take the arms out of it completely, bringing hands to hips. Pull into your front heel to level through the hips so that left and right are uh, at the same altitude. And then you're pressing into your front foot, assure yourself of where your shin bone and your knee are. So set your eyes at that drishti spot again. Now your intention here is to feel where your foot is, where your shin is, and where your knee is. You might want to move the knee just a little bit side to side to, to get that. Or working is called proprioception. It's your own knowledge of where you are in space. And because we can't always watch what our knee is doing, it's good to have the muscle memory of where is my leg? We all have uh, our natural kind of default ways of standing, walking, etc. Right. Here you become more mindful of where are your where are your pieces and parts. On your next inhale, press the front foot down and forward to straighten your leg. We'll take triangle. You'll tip at your hip, and then you can slide the right fingertips down toward the floor, toward a block. If you don't have blocks yet and you want to get some, we're passing ours out for, for the duration. So come let us loan you some. Press your feet into the floor and pull your hips into the center line. So the, the idea that you're in the aisle of, of a subway or an airplane and you're keeping yourself in this one line. 
Check in with your joints. If your ankles are feeling this or taking the brunt of this, you need to reestablish the stance or come up higher. Use a block to help support. And feel all three points of each foot working down. Squeeze your legs, draw the abdominals in. Feel that connection of floor to core. Breath here. And as you exhale, you're gonna bend into your front knee, come up to stand. We're gonna to turn towards the side edge of the mat for straddle. So any way that, that feels comfortable for you to turn is good. We're all different in our space limitations. Lift up and bow forward. Yeah. If you don't want to like bow into your Christmas tree, uh, that's totally legit. Hands can come to the floor. Hands can come to block, two blocks. And you'll check in with the three points of each foot. See if you can rock a little more weight into the front of your feet. And press down each exhale, pull your abdominals in, feel that connection again, how it brings you deeper into the fold and gets more exhale out. Inhale, your knees, press your feet into the floor, and roll up to stand. And turn to the front for pyramid. Nancy, I've been waiting for this for <laughs> until day three. <laughs> so pyramid, couple ways that we could do it. We're gonna work with it today. Back foot flat like warrior one. Stance is a lot shorter than warrior one. Lift up and bow forward. This is a pose for uh, one of our deep dives. We'll get into the uh, the real zoom in stuff next week. Next week, always next week. One thing that you wanna make sure you do today before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, press your front foot down and forward. Pull the hip back and in towards center. If that's a lot, if it's too much, bend the front knee. If we're uh, kind of just hanging out here and you've got some more space, you feel like you, you, could, you could do a little more here. You might take your back leg back. See how that works out. And if you can pull your hip in and get a little more through this. IT bend area that gets kind of grouchy sometimes. Keep your front front foot pressing down. Let your head get heavy, tuck your chin in towards your chest, spread your upper back with your breath. And press it out from your feet, from your lower abdominals. Upper abdominals, everything goes. Then we'll draw a heart forward, look a little forward on the floor, plant your hands and step back. Little push up. 
upward facing dog and down dog breathe out step left foot forward back foot at a diagonal coming up to warrior one arms in arms out I'm sitting with arms out and it's Wednesday night I'm arms out pull into your front heel draw your abdominals in press your back foot down in a way like you're trying to stretch the right corner of your mat way back and then all 10 toes up off the floor. Are they gripping? And this is going to sound really counterintuitive, but if you've got gripping toes, take your arms out of this. Right? So if you find that you're clenching your teeth, your toes, right now, just check your face and your feet. Let your arms go. Work on getting grounded, right? centered, right? lifting your chest up. Add the arms after all of those things are working well together. Everything might feel a lot different that second go round. And uh, the reason why that is, like we, we often brace ourselves. We know this is going to be a warrior one hold. We kind of brace from the top down. When you build from the ground up, it gets better. On your exhale, you're gonna open up into warrior two. I'm gonna turn to face you. We're gonna bring hands out of it, arms out of it, and explore the idea of the hips getting level. So self-included, some of us have a lot of sass. That hip just wants to, just wants to go back there. That right hip lifting up means that the left hip is, is tipping down into the, the front thigh. So you can think of it as lifting the left hip up. It's more work through the abdominals there. Front foot presses down, back foot presses down, all three points, both feet, no toes gripping. Set your gaze at your drishti spot and then feel where your foot, your leg bone and your knee are. So every inhale, just investigate that line. Every exhale, Pull into the front heel, draw in through your abdominals. And then you're gonna press your front foot down and forward as you lift your hips up and back, straightening the leg and tipping into triangle. And you can take your hand to your shin, you can take your hand to a block. <laughs> If you don't have a block, a water bottle could work. A stack of books could work. I've used a wine bottle. They're great to grab by the neck. It's better than grabbing someone else by the neck. <laughs> One thing you do want to examine is if you are on your shin, and it's totally fine to be on your shin, but are you putting weight into your ankle? Press your feet down. Lift your leg muscles up like your abdominals are pulling your, your thigh muscle and your shin and calf muscles up through straws. Everything's hugging in on the legs. Take a peek at your upper arm. It could be in front of your shoulder, 
we don't want it back behind you. So straight up Paula Abdul style would be the, uh, the usual, but we're all unusual. One more breath. And then soften your front knee, come on up to stand. We're gonna turn to the side again for a straddle. And option here to turn your feet slightly in, a slight pigeon toe. For some of us, that'll feel great. And when we do that, when we pigeon toe, we're gonna to rotate the leg bones in. So it's like you're trying to spin your inner thighs back. And if that's not good for you, for your low back or your knee joint, something like that, parallel feet. Otherwise we lift up, bow forward slow with the new foot position, definitely go, go slow. Once you're there, you might even be able to spin the heels out a little more. And that could feel good around your low back on the sacral area. That's what we're going for, is more space around the sacrum. If what it turns into for you is ankle or knee or any other distress, then take that off ramp and, and get yourself to something good. long slow breath let your head get heavy if it's getting close to the floor cool walk your feet in together give yourself a little more space hang a little more vertically Bend to your knees, press into your feet, gonna come up to stand. I'm gonna turn back to the front of the mat, left foot forward. If, uh, the front of the mat has gotten a little confusing at this point. Now, take the pyramid stance, it's like a short warrior one, a little softness in your front knee as you press your foot down and bow. Fingertips can come to the floor, you can rest your hands on blocks, you can hold your shins. When you're looking at your feet, they're on two separate tracks. So you're not trying to tightrope this. Press both feet down, see if you can lift all 10 of your toes. Maybe there's that one that wants to hang on. Okay. Coax it up by pressing into that tripod of the foot. More breath here, let your head get heavy, chin tuck in. And then on your inhale, draw your heart forward, plant your hands and step back. A little push up or down dog. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. A breath here. Empty it. Last bit out through your mouth. 
Look forward through your hands. Walk across to seated. We're gonna come down on the back. If you have a block, grab your block as you go. If you've got two, even better, take two. Um, we're gonna stack the blocks if you got two or on the um, second side if you have one into supported bridge. And we'll work a few different uh, methods of bridge today. So Gibbs is right in the right spot for me not to be able to show you this, but we're gonna persevere as we do. There's passive supported bridge where you're gonna extend your legs out like we were in Shavasana and you just put a couple blocks underneath you. And then you can wiggle your shoulder blades underneath you uh, so that your upper back has a nice back bend quality to it or not, your choice. So passive supported bridge, great pose, love it. We should find a way to do more of this. Certainly if like you're binge watching Netflix or something, maybe if, if you like this, good idea. Then there's supported bridge where we're actually uh, engaging with it. So it's simply supported and that would be bringing the soles of your feet to the floor, pressing your feet down through those three points we've been working, feel the leg muscles engage and your hips are light on the block, you'll feel the upper rim of your hips. Gibbs is sending you kisses now. Uh, the upper rim of your hips on the block, but the sitting bones and tailbone will be slightly lifted. Right, so this is allowing us to really dial in the leg work, right, but not having to lift the whole, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> say the, <laughs> the spinal pelvic industrial complex here that is, is a kind of, <laughs> that's my nerdiness coming up, but the hip bones are the heaviest bones in the body. And if you allow a little bit of support there, you're gonna be able to dial in the precision of pressing your feet down and lifting hamstring and glute muscles. The other good reason to do this is if you have low back strain, and bridge seems to produce low back strain for you. Taking it supported with this degree of leg work and then walking your shoulder blades under as much as they'll go while you're doing it is a good strengthener that can uh, also prevent overuse of the low back muscles. We're gonna let whatever you're doing, if you're doing the strong work, let it just release, let your hips get heavy on the block. And then constructive rest with your knees. So if you, Lit out into the passive pose, walk your feet in, bring these together. We're gonna press the feet down and lift the blocks out from underneath or whatever you got going on as blocks. That's not a good one to use wine bottles as blocks. I hope that was clear. Um, walk the feet out wide to the edges of the mat and let your knees just drift side to side in windshield wipers. your way slowly back to center. 
We'll take bridge again. If you'd like to move into the supported versions, go for it. Otherwise, press your arm bones down, press your feet down, get the same engagement that you had with that supported pose. Feel the legs doing the work, the feet particularly doing the work. Every exhale, you're pressing down your feet and add the drawing in of your abdominals. Right? So it's like you're trying to lift your hip points into your body or pull your hip points into your body. You can stay here with bridge or plant your hands up for wheel. Taking wheel, be sure that you're looking toward your back wall for the wall that's behind your face right now. And if you're seeing your mat overextending the neck a bit, you wanna let your, your head hang a little more. Set your eyes soft at the back wall. We'll take a breath in. And then on an exhale, slowly come down and rest. Soles of the feet together, knees out to the sides for Supta your hands help your legs in hug them onto your chest little rock side to side and one knee in each hand will spin them around so you're stirring the hips Come back into center and bring your knees out to right angles. Flex your feet, your hands to your hip points. We're going to flex the feet as if you were pressing your feet up against the wall. You can actually go do that if you want. Press the feet like they were sitting on that wall and then pull your abdominals in. So same idea that we've been doing in standing posture, but here you're on your back. So still getting a lot of leg work and the connection of what your feet are doing to what your abdominals are doing. Then we're gonna press the right leg forward and bring it back to center, back to the both legs at right angles. Press your left foot forward and then bring it back, both legs at right angles. We're gonna keep moving like that as, as long as this is good for you. But focus in on lower abdominals holding your sacrum to the floor so press the foot out like you're pressing that wall away from you or you can if you want to envision the leg press machine at the gym you could um no i no desire to <laughs> imagine a gym but if you miss the gym imagine the gym uh, some students say they like to imagine the trash compactor scene in star wars if that's you you do you. Pull your abdominals in as you press the foot away. Pull the abdominals and you press the foot away. One more, balance each side. It'll be about time to bring your knees in, give them a good squeeze. And see, that is enough of that. 
And here we'll take the arms out, belly twisting pose. Try this one, inhaling to the side and exhaling back to center. Maybe you usually go the other way or maybe you don't think about your breath that much. Maybe we can match up that inhale and exhale rhythm with the actions of, of extending through your side body on the inhale and then pulling everything back in on your exhale. Extend the side body inhale. One addition that you can make to even extend more through the side body is that when the knees go to the side, that upper knee, press it out over the lower knee. It's gonna to wanna to stay behind it. Just add a little more reach through the hip. Once you balance both sides here, we'll come back to center. And hugging your knees in. We'll release the soles of the feet to the floor. And you can slide a block under your head if you've got one. You've got a head, but if you have a block, you can slide it underneath your head. Cross your right foot over the left thigh for reclined pigeon or cross the right leg deeply over the left leg for reclined cow face. Either way, you're gonna bring the legs toward you and any degree toward you is good. You don't have to catch the legs, you could let them be. But if you like, catch the left thigh, draw it toward you or in cow face, catch the heels and pull them in toward you. And every exhale, flex your feet, pull your abdominals in. So the equivalent of that standing on the floor and drawing in through the abdominals. Doesn't have to be a lot, doesn't have to be kind of harsh for sure. Better enough to know you're here and you're still doing it, this thing called yoga to remember and the word nerds among us, like to remember something, to put it back into these members of the body, the arms, the legs, the hands, the abdominals, to re-embody. I apologize if you're not a word nerd, but I know a lot of you are. One more breath here. Let you let out through your mouth and then let the pose dissolve like as slowly as it can come apart. As much as you can pay attention to the fine details of removing yourself from that, bring your feet to the floor, pause. Then we'll take the other side.
me build it in the way that works for this side. Let it be as intense or as easy as you like right now. Keep that bit of action that is the flex of the feet and the drawing in of the abdominals. A detailed note about cow face, if you are holding your feet, you wanna hold the heels. That way you can still activate the feet. If we hold the tops of the feet, then it's, it's kind of counterproductive there. You can also hold your, your ankles and cow face. Every exhale, your feet, your abdominals. Inhale, the breath sweeps in. You notice what's going on. Exhale from the feet, from the core body, press it out. One more breath. Empty it here. As slowly as you can let this thing unwind. The individual movements of coming out of the pose. If you have a block behind your head, you can keep it for happy baby. It's a nice one to do with a little more lift through the head. And, and you may even want uh, to bring your, your block up aside to go a little higher with it. Not because you can't reach without it, but because when you do, it'll give you a little more leverage with your arms. And you may or may not want that. What we'd like to do in Happy Baby is press the sacrum down, so the back of your hips heavy to the floor. And then you're holding your shins or your feet with minimal effort through your hands and your shoulders. Like, you can kind of think of it as, are your arms and your neck and your face embodying happy baby? And if the answer is no, they're really stressed out or they're kind of stressed out or they're any amount of stressed out, right, slide the hands down, let your shoulder blades soften. You can always raise your head to help the neck relax too. One thing, this pose comes usually right before Shavasana. And we want it to have the intention of relaxing us, of, of grounding us. When you're ready, the magic word was said, Shavasana. Take any finishing poses, stretches, blankets, socks that you need to be comfortable, warm here. Enjoy the rest.
feeling ready to come back. Start with your fingers and your toes. Slowly roll to the comfortable side. Make your way up to seated. moment to anchor yourself down through sitting bones to lift up to your abdominals to feel the strength and support of your body then let your ribs expand in all directions with your breath as you breathe out you're going to press sitting bones shin bones leg bones down abdominals in We inhale, we'll draw our hands together into heart center, the sternum and the heart behind. And thumbs to forehead center, raising heart, intertwining it with our minds. To send our strength, our courage, our kindness to each other. We offer each other Namaste. Thank you all so much. That was beautiful. Well done. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. We're glad you did. If you'd like to join us live on Zoom, you can head to our website, 3 for all the info on how to get started. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again. Namaste.